Welcome to Chatting with Camille, helping you share the gospel of Jesus Christ at church, home, and beyond. Welcome. Today is our last episode in this season. Hooray. I have been sick for the last month and been trying to wait until my voice is better, but this is what we got, and so we're going to roll with it today, okay? We're going to talk about ways that we can share the gospel of Jesus Christ at church, specifically on December 11th, typically, with the lesson, Am I Putting the Things of God First in My Life? This is an excellent lesson. Definitely great ways to tie it into Christmas. Don't worry. One of the quotes that I really liked that the manual had is, the busyness of life can cause us to forget the purpose of life. That's the whole goal of this lesson is to help us keep our focus on why we're here and to put the things of God first. Idea number one. There's a great quote by Brother Brad Wilcox that says, Christmas serves as an annual wake-up call. Each Noel is truly an invitation for us to know God well. It's a good reminder to come back and bring our focus back towards God. What happens when we know God well? Our priorities change. What differences does your class notice with the people they are around in the month of December? Mostly people are happier. They're more willing to give to do service. The mood is more joyful and that's because whether people realize it or not, our focus goes back to God. We have this yearly reminder but we also have a weekly reminder and that is partaking of the sacrament. In the manual it suggests coming up with some questions that your class can ponder as you partake the sacrament. Great activity, totally recommend it. I was also reminded of the talk that was just given in the October 22 general conference by Elder Jonathan Smith. When he's partaking of the sacrament one week, he was inspired to ask himself, which name of Christ am I taking upon myself? And now he always ponders about different names of Christ. That's what we're going to do too. There's a couple of fun ways that you can do this. I have made a list of some names for Jesus that you can print out. I went all the way to 117. <laughs> And that's just the tip of the iceberg, right? I left extra space so that you guys can continue to add additional names that you find and study on this list. There's also some questions to ponder at the top. Each name also has a scripture reference to help you start studying these names as well. Take some time in your class, pick a name and study it, and then ask some of these questions like, what are some attributes in that name that makes me think of with Jesus Christ? And how can I have those? And what would my priorities then be if I I'm going to take this name upon myself this week. Elder Smith does go over five different names that you can take upon yourself as well if you want to just pick one of those and go into more detail there. If you want to add a little bit more of a Christmas twist to this names for Jesus, I mean obviously it already is a Christmas focus because you're talking about Jesus Christ, but a little bit more. I have my names for Jesus Christmas study that you can use on candies. I have my countdown all ready to go here. There are 14 names to study so it's perfect. They can start that evening. You can do one together and then you end on Christmas Eve or they can start in the next morning and they can end on Christmas morning. It comes with a study sheet. You can kind of explore the name a little bit more. Lots of different sizes so you can do different types of candies or like this is popcorn. Whatever you want to do but it's a fun little thing that you can send home to continue that study of Jesus Christ and then as our focus is more on Jesus Christ putting him first in our lives. Idea number two. This is the week where we just finished reading Haggai. Chapter 1, verses 6 to 7. I'm going to read them. You have sown much and bring in little. Ye eat, but ye have not enough. Ye drink, but ye are not filled with drink. Ye clothe you, but there is none warm. And he that earneth wages, earneth wages to put in a bag with holes. Thus saith the Lord of hosts. 
consider your ways. Such great scripture and where this lesson is drawing from. There's a great story about deer from President Board K. Packer that you can tell first. These deer had come down further into the valley than normal. They were outside of their natural habitat. There was this massive snowstorm. They were kind of stuck. That means they were low on food. So all these good intended people came and they dropped truckloads of hay all over the place for the deer to have enough food and last through the winter. And what happened is a lot of the deer still died. They had full bellies of hay, but they died of starvation because the hay didn't have the nutrients that they needed. Another one is why don't we drink salt water? If you drink salt water, you become more dehydrated, not less, and it affects other parts of your body too. Another thing is I always bring my water bottle with me into a restaurant. And you might think I'm crazy, but hear me out. <laughs> In a restaurant, you get that cup of ice and you get some water and when they refill it, more ice gets poured into your cup and by the end, there's all this ice in my cup and there's this teeny tiny bit of water. It's like a little swallow by the end. So I always have my water bottle with me because there's never water in the cup. <laughs> Those are a few examples. What are some examples that you can use and that you can share and then read that scripture in Haggai chapter one, verses six and seven. How can your classroom relate to that scripture. When we don't put the things of God first, that is what happens. We don't get to quench our thirst. You're going to also talk about what are some of the things of God that we need to put first in our life. For example, President Nelson says the greatest, most important work today is the gathering of Israel. How are we making that our priority? What are we doing to participate in the gathering of Israel? And is it actually among the first things in our lives? Idea number three. Elder Del G. Renlin's talk was also mentioned in the manual. It's a great one. It's from October 2019, Unwavering Commitment to Jesus Christ. And in it, he talks about a waterfall. He had just dedicated a temple in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. And they have this beautiful picture of a waterfall when you walk into the temple. Because in the early days when the Congonese converted to Christianity, they would take their idols that they used to worship and go to this big turbulent waterfall and throw them off the cliff to symbolize that they are turning away from those things and moving on to new things. I have this coloring page that I made a while ago that you can then make into a cylinder and then you can hand out pieces of paper and invite your class to write something on the paper they are willing to throw over the waterfall. You can toss them into the middle here. If you want a more of a Christmas twist to that, you can use another piece of paper or whatever. I have this camel printout that you could do. What will you give to Jesus Christ for Christmas? You can write it on a piece of paper, even put it inside a tiny box, wrap it up, you know, make it cute and invite your class to put it under their Christmas tree or in their room somewhere where they're not going to forget it. And then on Christmas day, they can open it up, see how they've progressed since then, whether it's something that they are giving up and repenting of, or if it's something they're committing to, reevaluate their goals and continue to move forward on that and remember that on Christmas morning. A great quote to go with that is from Ezra Taft Benson. He said, when we put God first, all other things fall into their proper place or drop out of our lives. Part of the fears of putting God first is, well, what about this? I have to earn my money. I have to do my chores. I have to do my homework. If I put that first, how am I going to get everything done? I gotta remember and trust, right? Trust in the Lord, trust in that promise that when we put God first, everything else will drop into their proper place or drop out of our lives. Idea number four. This is from President Oaks. Again, his talk is mentioned in the manual. It's the good, better, best talk 
always a great one to go back to. And one of the things that President Oak says is just because something is good is not sufficient reason for doing it. President Oak is the example of Mary and Martha, but you again can turn back to that scripture in Haggai about how they had put off building the temple of the Lord because they were rebuilding Jerusalem. Again, a good thing, but that temple really should have been a priority and it wasn't at that time. Encourage people to think of an example from their lives or give them some topics. Encourage them to think of it in ways of good, better, and best. I would bring objects to kind of represent good, better, and best. You can hold them up as you say each thing. Like maybe you have a crown for the best and just a tiny piece of candy for good. Things like ministering, going to church, reading your scriptures, fasting, things we do in the morning, things like, you know, anything, any kind of topic that you want to include. How can you do it good? How can you do it better? And how can you do it best? Now, one thing to keep in mind as you're doing this activity though, is we're not really going for perfection. We're not perfect. Obviously, we want to do the best we can and strive for our ideals. But my best is going to be different from somebody else's best. And my best differs every single day. Sometimes my best is actually reading five verses of scripture. But on another day, reading five verses of scriptures is not my best. And to know the difference between those two things. So when we have the time to do more of a study, and are we picking the best option then? Are we still sticking to the five verses? This leads me into the next idea that continues with this theme. Are we making time for God? If five verses is all we can ever do every single day, maybe there's something that we need to change and reprioritize so that we can make room, make time to be with God every day. Here's a good example with that. Grab a jar and any kind of big object. I'm using ping pong balls for this one right now. We're going to fill it up. Is this jar full? Ask your class at this point. And then you're gonna get something that's slightly smaller. I have some chips here that we're gonna put in the jar as well. Add them to it. Is my jar full? We're gonna take rice in this case. Rice is always a good filler or sand would work as well. We're gonna pour some more in our jar. Shake it around a little, get things going down. Don't worry too much. And then again, you're gonna ask, is it full now? The last thing that we're gonna put in our jar is water. Pour it in. Now is our jar full. Here's the thing I love about this. The jar was full technically every single time. Not all of the things in this jar were necessary. Yes, it is full now with the water and the rice and the chips and the ping pong balls, but it was full with just the ping pong balls. Are we filling our jars too much? Are there things in our jars that we could do without that maybe we need to leave out? How can we simplify our lives and make it easier to put the things of God first? Our jar does not need to be that full. Another great quote from President Oaks, we have to forego some good things in order to choose others that are better or best because they develop faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and strengthen our families. Again, you can tie this back into the waterfall activity. With Christmas and New Year's coming up, how might we simplify? What things could we let go of, whether it's our unrealistic expectations and the pressure that we add to ourselves, or it is letting go of an activity or a TV show or the time that we spend on our phone? What can we simplify in our lives to make it easier to put the things of God first. Okay, those are five ideas. Remember, you can watch these episodes, you can listen to these episodes, or you can read them on my blog at ckanscratch.com. I will be back in January sharing more ideas to help you teach at church, as well as sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ at home and beyond. Merry Christmas. Come discover more gospel fun at ckanscratch.com. Thank you.